Hello. Hello. Salam and good evening to you, worthy friend. Please, please come closer. Uh, too close. A little too close. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Disney Book Radio Show. Thank you for joining us. And uh, we've got a smaller cast this week, but nonetheless an excited one. So we're going to say hello to start off with to Susan. Hello, Susan. How are you? Hi, Adam. Hello. Are you good? <laughs> are you, how are you feeling? You all ready for Christmas? I'm all ready for Christmas, certainly. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, here we go. Touch wood. I haven't got the Christmas bug cold yet, so. No, I don't want that. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not Everyone around me's got it. So I'm like, oh gosh, keep away, keep away. Okay, fair enough. So uh, everyone's got it. So just lock yourself in a darkened room and keep away from that. And hello, Gareth. Merry Christmas, Adam. Merry Christmas to you, too. Although I know we're still a few weeks out, but, um, you know, we're, we're getting there. Oh, it's mid- mid-Christmas now. It's mid-Christmas now. <laughs> it's like, like next Sunday is like two weeks to Christmas. No. It's a week to Christmas, isn't it? Next Christmas, next uh, Sunday. Yeah. Wow, that's coming around pretty quick. So it is show 190, and today, of course, we're all talking about Christmassy stuff because we are going to be talking about Christmas on this particular episode. Um, those of you who are thinking about some gift ideas for friends and family, and you're not quite sure what to do or where to get it from, or you're stuck for some different unique ideas and those bits and pieces, we have come up with some ideas of um, some Christmas gifts that you might want to buy for your loved ones and your friends and your family and all that sort of stuff. So on today's episode, two things. We're going to uh, talk about some Disney news and rumours that came out over the past uh, couple of weeks. We'll tell you a little bit about a slight change to what's going to be happening with Disney Brits over the, the sort of Christmassy period. And uh, then we'll uh, we'll do our gift idea. So that's pretty much going to be the entire show for today, I think. Uh, Katie's not with us. Katie is out in Disney World at this moment in time as we speak. She's uh, with Cordwell Children. Uh, doing their Destinations Dreams trip. So she's taken a group of families, and it's 25 families in total, who have children with life-limiting, life-threatening illnesses, and they've all gone out there, and they're looking after those for seven days, which is really cool. And John is somewhere. I don't actually know where John is, I just know he's not here. There we go. That's really, really a bit disappointing. Um, so that's pretty much uh, everything for the show. So we're going to start off with a few bits of Disney news and rumours. Here we go. Oh, it's, it's, it's not working. It's being crossed. Here we go. Good morning, sire. Good That's morning, better. Zazu. Checking in with the morning report. Fire away. Okay, then it's Disney Brit News and Rumours time. So, Susan, do you want to start us off with whatever it is that you've got to talk about this evening? Amazing. So, uh, my two uh, news are sort of two new dining events that are going on in Disney World. Okay. So, I'll do my first one, uh, which is Tiana's Riverboat Party that uh, happens in uh, Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Uh, near the, which takes place on the Liberty Bell Riverboat, of course. Um, and it's basically a sort of package deal that involves ice cream, snacks, and of course, meet and greet with Princess Tiana and Prince Naveen. Okay, so uh, um, um, when yeah. is this available? Is it uh, is it going to be a regular thing? Is it a seasonal thing? Um, well, it looks like it. What well, starts now? And let me get a bit more information up. Okay. Uh, and it, I think it runs. Well, it won't go through during the Christmas period because no. that's um, that's a busy sort of time. But it will only go for three hours during the day. So 
the riverboat will be closed for just that separate dining packages for okay. three hours during the day. So, so you've got to prepare yourself when planning. It's the same riverboat as the one that uh, runs around normally. But it's going to be absolutely for right. Because okay. I know they used this riverboat, didn't they, for when Princess and the Frog first came out, and they had the show that happened mm. on uh, that took place on the riverboat round. And you couldn't get on the boat that time; you just watched the show from the from a distance. If I remember rightly. Mm. So obviously, when you're planning your journey, like planning your journey, planning your trip, you're going yep. to make sure that if you want to go on the riverboat, it can't be between that. A three-hour period. Okay. It's during. I think it starts at three p.m. So it will be during the parade time because it also says that you're guaranteed a good viewing for the parade show as well. Right. Okay. So that's that's pretty good going. Then do you know how much it's going to cost? Um. Yep. Yeah, it's going to cost uh forty-nine dollars for adults. Yeah. And twenty-nine dollars for uh children. Okay. So forty-nine dollars for adults. That's not bad, actually. Yeah, it's not bad compared to what that's we had. Similar to the Tomorrowland prices. Yes, I think it might be very yeah, similar. Third party Tomorrowland. Yeah, I think it might be. And it includes, I mean, lots of a few things. So before you dock onto the boat, there's sort of like a little mini ice cream parlor where you can. That's where you get your ice cream served. So it'd be in the um, sort of station bit before you for the boat and there'll be three different types of uh, ice creams there'll be chocolate vanilla and strawberry and a raspberry sort of the is it lactose yeah um, people um, with loads of different types of toppings okay. and then you get three um, different types of desserts so a trio of uh, desserts yeah which involved a cream filled tart decorated with the yellow buttercream icing yeah um, a yellow sponge cake topped with green buttercream icing and a chocolate cookie sandwich. And I must admit, they're decorated really nicely. Like, you you know, you're not just getting any cake or from any other store. They are sort of specifically for the Princess and the Frog themed desserts. Okay. I mean, they are designed quite nicely. And then when you go on to the boat, um, that so that, obviously that's when you'll meet, you'll meet uh, Princess Tiana and Prince Levine before you dock. Yeah. So obviously then they've got to go to the parade. So obviously mm -hmm. you see them before they go on their parade. And then you go onto the boat and that's where you get um, sort of your drinks, so just your normal soft drinks. And also you get your, your standard sort of Mickey ice cream bar, fruit bar, and that frozen banana chocolate with covered nuts, mm -hmm. um, and your cotton candy and popcorn. And apparently that's like, you can go up for as many times as you want. You can stuff some in your bag. You can take some for later. There's no sort of cap on that, um, which is quite good compared to obviously you're only paying um, $49. Yeah. And I mean, the Mickey bars are quite expensive. And if you, stuff all them in your butt you know but i mean I, I mean obviously i'm not encouraged <laughs> encouraging everyone here <laughs> not at all not I, at I, all no. i think you should be <laughs> and they're all themed really nice so the popcorn has got that green and purple sort of louisiana sort of theme prince and the frog which is yeah. really nice so you're not just getting your standard popcorn colors and you know it's it's also it's really nice theming so they just haven't just thought of an idea and slapped it on it's done quite nicely, I feel. Okay, fair enough. Um, so that's the Tiana one then. Okay, Gareth, what have you got for us? Uh, I've got f fresh breaking news. Well, it's not really. Um, Made it sound more exciting than it is, really. So Star Wars Guided Tour is taking place at uh, Walt Disney's Hollywood Studios. Right. So it's a seven-hour walking tour. Seven hours? Yeah. Uh, that comes in at $121. Wow. But, but, but for $121, you do get reserve viewing um, and the dessert party for Star Wars A Galactic Spectacular. Right. Which is normally $69 on its own. Oh, right, okay. Um, oh, okay. You do, you do get dinner at Backlot Express, which is probably anywhere between $50 and $20. Mm -hmm. um, so... You're effectively paying thirty dollars to get uh, reserve viewing for the the two small Star Wars shows that they do with uh, with with Captain Phasma and oh, what's the name of the other one? The uh, Star Wars: A Galaxy Far, Far Away. You know, the sort of this, the one that condenses all the films down into sort of a fifteen-minute show. Okay, right. Um, so you get reserve viewing for that. Um, if you've got kids on the tour, they can. Um, basically 
bypass the queues and go straight into the the um, Jedi training, the Jedi training yeah. Yeah, the trials of the temple that's pretty cool um, which is probably a big plus for a lot of people because I think that's, that builds yeah. up pretty quickly especially when it's such a limited number um, yeah yeah um, so it does I mean it doesn't explicitly say this but I'm, I'm assuming that uh, your trip to Star Tours is going to be fast pass so they're going to make you queue with everyone else um, and you're also going to get to meet Kylo Ren and Chewbacca in the launch bay. Yeah, I think those queues can get up to sort of quite, quite meaty times, can't they? Can be, yeah. So for thirty for thirty dollars for getting that, it's not. I don't think it's that bad value. If you were going to do, if you're going to have lunch in the park anyway, and you were thinking about doing the dessert party, it doesn't sound horrendous. I mean, the, the only gripe is that it's taking up seven hours of your day. Well, that's the thing. The park, that's the only thing. That's what I'm trying to 12. work out because obviously, you know, mm. seven hours is a long time. Uh, yeah to be doing that and having done like the the backstage magic tour you know it's seven hours and you're going to all of the different parks and you're traveling in between and all that sort of stuff and you get to see quite a bit it's about seven hours just on star wars um the thing is there's nothing in there that's like sets and things like that from the movie so i'm kind of no. intrigued how they're filling those seven hours and what with well, I think about a third of that obviously will be the dinner and the dessert party and the show. Yeah, possibly. So, so just trying to figure out the other thirds. So much. Two thirds. So much yeah. time. Yeah, I suppose you get your money's worth. Uh, so it's not like you're not going to get kind of you're not going to complain that you haven't got anything for your money. But uh, it just seems so much so no, long. Wait. It's annoying that you do have to buy a park ticket as well on top of this. So you buy oh, a park okay. ticket. For that's interesting. You know, for for some hours that you, you know, most of the day you're going to be spent doing this. Yeah. So if I suppose you've got oh. auto ticket or an annual pass or something like that, it's not so much of an issue, is it? But. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's quite a lot. So it yeah, if you if so, a limited day ticket, then it's just suddenly a bit of a waste it becomes of a lot day. more expensive, doesn't it? If you you say it's it's thirty dollars yeah. in addition, but actually if you've got to have your day ticket and you haven't got one, then it yeah it can become quite a bit of money. Okay, that's. Fair enough, that's fine. Uh, talking about... So my, uh, my only worry about this, sorry. Sorry, go on then. My only worry about this, if they're, if, if they're sort of starting to put a, a price on getting your kids into the Jedi training, which is yeah. sort of what this is doing, Yeah. do you think that's something that they might do going forward? Possibly. What, you kind of like a buyer or yeah, a Jedi fast pass or buy Yeah, I, mean, I think, I think they'll always have the free spaces, but I think yeah. do they, are they seeing if they can get away with, with selling some of them? Possibly. Um, but it seems to be something that Disney have tried a little bit, and I don't know whether anybody saw the news this week about um, the new express transportation. Uh, I did, yeah, yeah. I did, I, so what they're planning to with was, at the minute—that was too bad. It's fifteen dollars per person for one day, and you can use express transportation from any of the parks to another park, or it's twenty-four dollars per person for a week, and you can use this express transportation that will take you from park to park. Uh, without you having to get onto what are now the standard pleb buses, um, which I didn't think actually twenty four dollars for a week is not horrendous. Oh but yeah, it, but again, it's another element, isn't it? So what's the transport? Yeah. Will it still be a bus? I believe so. Yeah, priority. Yeah, I believe it's a bus, but it was going to be obviously very, very quick and very direct. Um, and I don't oh. know how exactly the system's going to work. Um, mm. It's very new, but it seems to be something they're going to try out. But I'm going to see if I can do some digging while I'm out there and see see what it's all about do you think they've just seen the number of ubers that are cropping possibly up on yeah yeah it's possible yeah they've seen the ubers and they've gone let's try and kind of cash in on this and see what happens um okay so um we'll stick with disney events and, and bits and pieces like that and special one-offs and disney have announced the 2017 epcot international food and wine festival uh it's going to start on august the 31st and it's going all the way through to November the 13th. It's now going to be 75 days in length. Um, and with the reason we've kind of mentioned this is, although it's not big news that Disney are having the International Food and Wine Festival again, but what you'll find is it's starting on the 31st of August. So any of you who are going out there towards the end of the summer, uh, if you're going out there with your, with your children, they don't go back till uh, sort of beginning of September and you're still out there towards the end, there's every chance that you may get one or two days of the Food and Wine Festival this year, which you may never have had before. 
um, that's good. We're getting the to the beat concerts. They're still going to be happening. All of the celebrity chefs, chefs, all the premium events and all that sort of stuff are still going to be in there. Uh, but it just means they are now extending it further. So August the thirty first to November the thirtieth is massive. That's such a long time now. I remember it first started and it was like a month or less than that. And <laughs> now we're talking about nearly you know nearly eighty days, which is crazy. Has anybody done food and wine? <coughs> No, I just haven't just gone in April in no. the September no. time. I'd like to. No, so um, I'm having to get garden, uh, the Flower and Garden Festival in this year. Yeah, I've gone yeah, to the Flower and Garden. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, no, um, I'd, I'd like to see it until it's lying, but sadly. It's the wrong time of year for me uh, to get out there and do it properly. <coughs> oh, there you go. <clears throat> right. So, there you go. That is the Epcot Food and Wine Festival. So once again, it's the uh, August 31st through to November 13th. Right, Susan, I think you've got some more dining stuff, haven't you? Got some more dining stuff. So, um, another one that's just recently opened is Highway in the Sky, Dine Around. I, uh, I love this idea. features the monorail. <laughs> I love uh, this which idea. Which is good. Go on then. Explain. You love this idea. <laughs> I, do, I, I don't know why, but I love this idea. So, um... It's basically you uh, go through three Disney resorts using the monorail um, and you uh, start by checking in at the Wave, um, uh, the Disney Contemporary Resort. Uh, you have a welcome cocktail and then you board the monorail, which I'm thinking, would they reserve a section of the monorail just for these yeah, guests? Yeah, they must or do. I would you're think just going to get the monorail, go there. We'll meet you at the end. Um, and then you'll so th and then you'll whisk off to the Polynesian Resort uh, to celebrate a, a spirit of South Pacific um, island-inspired sips and appetizers. Okay, so um, we're on we're on starter now, aren't we? So we're on starter, yep. And then <laughs> hop back onto the monorail. Everybody, on, it's like a bar crawl. Everybody on. Yeah, it, this is <laughs> and, exactly what it's like. It's like a Disney monorail bar crawl, but with food. <laughs> yeah, and a little <laughs> sips of alcoholic beverages. Yes, just sips, <laughs> um, obviously. And, <laughs> sips, sips. And then you head on to the Grand Floridian Resort, um, and you are using, so you end up having the entrees with wine pairings from the award-winning, is it Citrus? Citrus. I never always say this. Citrus. Yeah, yeah. Citrus. Um, Citrus. Yes. <laughs> Citrus. Um, after after dinner, sip sparkling wine and sample cheese in the lavish lobby. lobby. Um, and then uh, you head back on the monorail for the final stop at Disney Contemporary Resort for desserts um, and coffee. Uh, and this is the next. Uh, this is a good special thing where they will have a section on a private patio to watch um, the fireworks for Magic Kingdom and the Cinderella Castle. So, the question everyone is asking now is, go on then, how much is it going to cost us? Well, does anyone else have a little guess? So, of course, it's obviously, I assume it's just going to be for adults because you've got the alcoholic beverages. I'm not going to guess because I already know what it is. Gareth, do you know how oh. much this is? I'm, I'm going to guess it's going to be around the $150 mark. Okay. He's nailed it on the head, guys. It's $150. It's so, $150, so that includes all of your food and your transport. And all your bits and, and your transport. <laughs> but um, that only runs on Tuesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. So that's not every week. It'll just be on the Tuesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. Yeah. I mean, what, what do you think, guys? Because obviously you're not in the parks. You're just outside now, the parks. This is this is a thing. Now, do you need? If I was paying to have a meal in one of these places, yes, it costs you quite a bit of money. But is it going to cost me three hundred dollars for the two people? No. I'm using transport that is already free. So that's not going to cost me anything. So I'm kind of think I get the idea. I like the idea. I think it's clever. Is it worth $300? Probably not. Mm. Unless you're... I mean, the thing is, I think people are worried because I think the issue when people have these dining experiences, sometimes the portions can be quite small. If the portions, were, I think, were a modest size, especially like for the price but then you are going to these restaurants and places that are high quality so will the portions be small or will they actually be a normal decent yeah. size <laughs> yes but um what's 
Go on. So carry on. There you go. What are you going to say? Uh, I was, what, what's, what's it like getting reservations for those for these places? Because then I've got I'll go with the kids. It's not somewhere we so you look got, at. You got Citricosa. Are they like reservations that are hard to get? Citricosa isn't horrendous. Um, the California Grill. You book early enough, you're fine. Um, mm -hmm. The Wave. I've been able to get uh, a booking at the Wave an hour before before now. Um, yeah, Wave's not that bad. Yeah. So it's not horrendous, but. Um, I suppose, again, it depends on what time of year you go. So, for example, when I go next week, uh, you can't get anything. It's rammed. Everything's rammed. Um, and um, I suppose then, I suppose it's value for money. But I don't know. I'd, I'd struggle to... I'd, as much as I like the idea, I'd struggle to pay that much money for it. Yeah, I think so. Especially because you're not going into the parks. I mean, you've got private things, like, you know, special allocated places for the monorail, special locations viewed on the patio to watch the fireworks. See, I'd, I'd, argue, I'd argue you could book the Wave, Citricos and California Grill yourself. And you could get the monorail and you could go to the Wave and have a drink. You could then get the monorail to Citricos and have a main meal. And then you could get the monorail to the Contemporary and just have a dessert. And because you've had a dessert there, you'll get to stay up on the balcony and watch space and watch the fireworks from there anyway. So in theory, you could do it yourself and probably for a lot cheaper. <laughs> or you could go on better. You could you could book this for other people and they could pay you. There you go. Done. <laughs> you could do that. Um, cool, just... we're cheating proper Disney here, like, you know. Getting no, money out of it, like stuffing other foods in your bag. I like the idea, but I don't like the, the nature of the cost because the transportation is free and you're actually getting the food that you would probably normally have got. It's just Disney's providing the experience. Yeah. yeah. My, my, my thing is that if, if they were filling these restaurants out, they wouldn't offer it. No, that is true. And it, does it, again, have restrictions on dates when it's being offered and when it isn't? Or well, uh, you can't book it for between, once again, the 23rd and the 31st of December. Um, well, we're not surprised, are we? Let's time. be honest. Uh, yeah, it's going to be, that's the busiest time so, for the park. Sorry, Adam, you can't do it anyway. <laughs> that's fine. Well, I can. I could do it. It might, it it might not say anything. But, uh, can you use dining credits towards it? I oh, it I'm assuming say not that. very much. I doubt oh, it. It's a good point, though, Gareth. At $150 a person, I doubt you can use dining credits towards it. I don't know. It's because I guess they're offering a special service. So I I presume not. No, I wouldn't no, expect you to be able to. Okay, nice idea. But we'll see what happens. Okay, um, Gareth, what you got for us? Uh, staying on the topic of food, so Epcot International Festival of the Arts mm -hmm. starts on the twenty on the thirteenth of January and runs through till the twentieth of February. Yep, which is five weekends. Um, it's running Fridays through to Mondays, so long weekends. Um, there's not a lot of detail at the moment. Um, what has come out is that there's going to be artwork for you to go around and look at um, by Mary Blair, uh, Herb Ryman, uh, Joe Kaminsky, and I'm going to pronounce this, this guy's name terribly wrong, Costa Alveros. Okay. Um, there's going to be some Disney theatre taking place on the American Gardens Theatre Stage, which is going to feature um, acts from The Lion King, Aladdin, and something called Newsies, which Twitter is absolutely blowing up. Oh, yeah, Disney Newsies, no yeah. idea what that is. It was an 80s movie Newsies. that was uh, set in, I think it's Chicago, somewhere like that, uh, in the turn of the century, and um, Alan Menken wrote the music for the film, and then they turned it into a musical, and it hit Broadway, and it was really popular. There was talk of it coming to London, but I don't know whether it ever actually happened. So is it one of those things that it was very, very, ugh, very big in America, but not so much over here? Very big in America. I literally never heard it until this week. It never really kind of... There's no. It, there was. They held some open auditions for the possibility of news is coming to the West End, but at, at present, it's never materialised. Okay, uh, well, the last thing to add, um, they're going to have loads of food because they've got to do something with all those booths that are scattered around World Showcase. Yeah. <laughs> this is true. It's a very fair point. Is, is it got to the point now where there's actually more more weekends where there are festivals on Epcot than when there aren't? Uh, Can't be far off. Yeah, you're probably probably right. It's probably not far off at all. Um, that's a very good point. So, it's just sort of a sign that 
there's really not a lot going on at Epcot, so they need these sort of things to get people to go. Yeah, might be fine. So I know they've done the arts one in the past, haven't they? So it's it's where's mm. did it for take it place at, at the village before? Yeah, it was Disney Village before. It was a much much smaller event, but they had a lot of animation stuff. If I remember rightly, at the last one of the last ones they had, and then they had the kind of cars thing that happened. Do you remember they used to have the vehicles out? And I think that happened at the same time as the arts festival happened, and then they got rid of them. The master cars, masters, or masters, or something like that. Um, and now it's moved. This has moved to Epcot, so it's interesting they've moved into the park. So maybe I don't know. Yeah, there's there's always seems to be a lot going on at Epcot. So well, let's work it out. You've got obviously. So we'll go from now. Christmas season that happens. We've just had uh, International Food and Wine Festival. That's mm -hmm. going to go August to November. November Christmas will take over. That'll go until January. You've got nothing January, February, March, April is January. January February is now. So, so, sorry, January February is yeah. So January February is now for yeah. the arts. Uh, March April is flower and garden. And garden. May, that runs into May as well. That runs into the beginning of May, doesn't it? So June, July. So it's now June and July. About the only two things, the times that they don't have any sort of festival on. And that will be because it's already peak season because it's the summer. Yeah, we've already got the footfall already. There you go. Yeah, so, yeah so you're not far off. Maybe 10 weeks where there's nothing on. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah. But wow. the footfall was me mega this year because obviously that Frozen Forever opened. Yeah, so Frozen opened then. And, and uh, do you know, it, it, that seems to have died to death a little bit, do you know what I think? Yeah. It's gone very, very quiet on the Frozen front. There was no sort of massive kind of response. There's a, to there's a film for. coming out like, imminently. There's a Lego one, isn't there? A, le a Lego no, film. No, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. in the ride, not the the franchise. I mean, the ride kind of like opened to this big fanfare and loads and loads of people queued for it. But then all of a sudden, it went very quiet, and there's not been the kind of continual praise for things like there was for Test Track and Soaring and those sort of things. It's kind of like it opened, and then it's kind mm. of quietly gone away a little bit. I, I think know. it's because that it's not be a ride that you want to ride twice. Yeah, like, you've done it. Have you? You've done it, haven't you, Susan? I haven't ride really. It was. It was still kind of it being still, done when I was there. Story. We've got fast passes for it because I wasn't going to queue forever for it, but I wanted to go on it. So um, we'll see what it's like. When you get there, let us know the queue time. Yeah, I'll have a look for the queue time, especially. And if it breaks down, because I think that's another thing yeah, reason why people don't want to go on it, because it breaks down a few times. Yeah, they have had a few issues with those sort of things. Okay, so that's um, that one then, uh, the arts festival. Uh, we've done yours, so um, it's back to me then, isn't it? And this is a, mm -hmm. an interesting. Um, interesting kind of rumour that started to come about we're heading over to Disneyland Paris for this one because a little while ago we mentioned how all of the uh, characters were being removed from the resorts and you were going to be able to see them at Cafe Mickey and in the parks and we said that we thought it was a big mistake and it was actually something that was one of the very few reasons as to why it was a benefit staying in a Disneyland Paris resort hotel. Um, and obviously then Disney removed all these characters and people kind of, I suppose, weren't sure whether you know, that was obviously one benefit down. Um, now Cafe Mickey's closing and we know that the characters are disappearing out of there. Uh, it would mean that characters are only available in the parks. Well, it seems, the rumours suggest, and we don't have absolute confirmation for this, but it's looking extremely likely that the characters are returning to the Disney Resort hotels in Paris. Now, oh, that's what the reason for this is, we don't know, 100% 100% certain why, but my guess is a combination of two things. One, I would say it's probably due to the fact that Cafe Mickey's closing. So that's one opportunity to meet characters outside of the parks that people don't get. And two, there's probably been, been quite a few complaints. I would think when they've done customer surveys and things like that, as Disney often do when they're stood there with their big iPads and they want to stop you and ask you questions, I'm guessing <laughs> some of the stuff that has come back from it is the fact that there doesn't seem to be as many characters around anymore. Uh, and we want to see those particular characters and they're not there. So it would not surprise me if this is a, a combination of those two things, uh, to be honest with you. what What's mm. your opinion, Susan? I mean, I definitely think they should stick in the hotels because, I mean, 
what's different between world and Paris is that with pa well, I'm not sure if you can agree with me, but like in Paris, it's you notice that they characters just pop up from nowhere. Yeah. So you really can't schedule the day around characters because you don't know who's going to be out or where they're going to be, you know. And that's where you're thinking, oh, well, I could miss all of them. So having them at the hotel as well also benefits that you at least get some character interactions that you may have missed within the parks because they're not really scheduled as in Disney World where Disney World they're always you know exactly you know Tiana's going to be here yeah. you know uh, Ariel's going to be her now grotto so you know it's it's less planned in Disneyland Paris so if it's in the hotel at least you're a bit more even more guaranteed to see a character I don't think it's necessarily just the scheduling thing as well though because mm. they do schedule them and even some of the scheduled characters in Paris particularly um the, the way you queue for them and i we've talked about this a million times before but the way you queue for them is so different to the way you do in florida that you oh, don't yeah. kind of people push forward and it doesn't work so well so it means that people don't necessarily see the characters they always want to see because they see a massive horde of people and they're not prepared to go and try and push their way forward in order to do it so um i think this is probably yeah a combination of those two things cafe mickey them turning around and saying it's closing we're gonna lose those characters and also this idea that uh, that people are unhappy that they're not going to get that as an additional benefit in the Disney hotels. Having said that, uh, Disney characters in hotels in Disney World are much further farther between than they are in Disneyland Paris, which I think is really interesting. Um, I think it's because they, there's so many more, there's so many more resorts in Disney World yes, that this is try true. to spread them out. It's yeah. quite hard. Yeah, it's a fair point. I think you're probably right with that. But it's it's interesting how there isn't a kind of uh, a similar thing with regards to um, people wanting them in the hotels in in Disney World, but then wanting them in Paris. So I don't know. We're just talking Gareth about. Um, so what's your opinion? Sort of this idea that they're bringing characters back into the resorts in Disneyland Paris? Um, I think they need something because if you compare the resorts at Paris to the ones at, at Disney World, they are lacking quite a bit uh -huh. in terms of the theming. So at least that was something that, that was a bit extra. Yep. If you know what I mean. Um, so that, that when we went this year, obviously they weren't there, but when they were there the first time, um, they did seem really popular. There were, there were quite big queues at the Shane for them. Mm -hmm. uh, I think we, we saw Minnie, Goofy, Chippendale there. Um, and it, it can't cost them that much to do. Yeah. Compared to a lot of other things. So, yeah, if, if they do that, I think that's a good thing. Okay, fair enough. I'm hoping they bring Do we find anything somewhere. concrete about it in the end? Sorry. No, no, it's, it's, uh, it's definitely the rumours at the moment, but they're fairly strong rumours. So, we're still waiting to kind of get the confirmation as to whether or not this is definitely going to happen. But it seems to be that what people are talking about, that the, the evidence is saying, yeah, it's definitely kind of going to be happening okay there is all of our news and rumors for this week and uh, as it was christmas we thought it was only fair that we uh kind of talked a little bit about disney christmas and all that sort of stuff and we're all being very excited about it particularly the fact that some of us are going to disney for christmas uh, i'm not saying who but just some of us uh we thought it yeah, might be, yeah, uh, yeah. it'd be good to talk a little bit about yeah, it and disney's um, rubbish anyway it is rubbish, <laughs> particularly at christmas particularly christmas is terrible awful. at christmas we're not okay we're not on the for or against thing this week it's fine um so <laughs> um what i want to talk to a little bit about was this idea of disney gifts now it might be that you have got somebody who lives in your house or a friend that you know or you've got a secret santa to do at work or something like that and you know you've got uh, somebody who's a disney fan and you're really not sure what to get them you don't want to spend a fortune you might be the kids you don't want to spend a fortune but you want some disney stuff and what we thought we'd do is talk a little bit about some possible ideas of where to go to get Disney items or specific Disney items that might be worth thinking about. So um, we've got a few each and we thought we'd share those uh, with you. So Gareth, do you want to start us off with, with what you've got? With your first All one. Alright, so I'll go with uh, with the cheap friend of mine. Okay. Um, so what I've gone for is on Etsy um, you can find some Disney inspired scented candles and the ones that I was particularly interested in were the Main Street Bakery, yeah. which mm -hmm. sounds awesome. Um, and there's another one called Tomb Sweet Tomb. It's supposed to be inspired yeah, by yeah, Haunted yeah. Mansion. Yeah, another one. I'm not really sure what that would smell like. Dead people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can yeah. smell dead people. Yeah. Yeah, but they're, they're expensive for candles, but 
I think that you can pick them up for about eighteen pounds. Oh, I mean, Gareth, they're really. I mean, I'm got. I actually funny you mentioned them. I've got them in my hand right now from ah. Etsy. And you've not actually lit uh, them. I've lit one of each so far. So what have you got? Which ones have you got? I have Mickey Waffles. Nice. Um, Pineapple Whip, which is Dole Whip. Yeah. Um, the Main Street Bakery. And also, it came with a universal one as well, which is Butterbeer. Oh. And they all smell sickly sweet. That's probably why I only kind of <coughs> got one It opened from each one. But they, I mean, they, it smells amazing. They, I mean, just I've just opened the box and and like just a whiff of just like of the, especially the bakery one my, my room now smells nice <laughs> oh, fair enough okay um so um so these candles then uh say about 18 18 pounds really uh about 18 pounds they're very by um a couple of pounds either either way depending on what um what sort of wick you want i don't even know what difference that would make um <laughs> burn slower bigger flame and you can you can pick blend again. Okay. No um, idea. No. But, um, I, th I think they'd, they'd be good. I, I would appreciate that. And I don't really like candles, so someone that does like candles would probably okay. love them. Fair enough. Um, so that's your one then. Uh, what what are you going for uh, on your list, Susan? Um, well, I'm kind of sort of going for something with a trend that's happening now. Okay. Loads of people are buying them vinyl record players. Right. And I know you can buy um, actual vinyl CDs um, or like vinyl things that you put that just for the Disney sort of. If you've got someone who sort of specifically likes a Disney movie and that, that soundtrack, possibly you can buy the um, vinyl, was it called? What's it? LPs, that's the word. So you're going, <laughs> yeah, those things from history. Um, you'll be careful. <laughs> um, so you're, so we're talking like retro vinyls. Yeah, because I've seen. I mean, you see them HMV now, didn't you? That everyone's buying. Yeah. Them sort of LPs now, even for like al albums that are coming out now, like Adele's um, LP sold. I think was one of the top sellers. Really. And Adele's like album just come out now, like this year. So and and everyone's buying them for like Mother's Day presents and Father's Day presents, the actual records. Right. So if they've, you know, if your family members have got one of them, or I bought one for my friend uh, for her birthday, cause she's got. Her family's got a jukebox yeah. at home, and she loves Lady and the Tramp. So for the Christmas I got her last year, I got her the Lady and the Tramp um, soundtrack. Right. Which is quite nice. That's so cool. that's maybe a potential gift idea for someone who likes their classic sort of Disney music. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. So uh, so Disney vinyls and LPs, that's something a little bit different. Um, when you said vinyl, I panicked because I thought you'd stolen my idea, but it turns out you've not. Because uh, I'm going vinyl <laughs> as well, but I'm going vinyl of a different type. And this is not just vinyl, you can do it in, in different styles. But one of the kind of trends I've seen in people's houses these days is sometimes rather than wallpapering an entire wall, people buy these final kind of wall stickers that you can put up on your wall. And um, there's some, there's a great one. And in fact, I've not got a wall sticker, but I've for Christmas I've had bought for me um, a kind of picture painting of this. And on it, it's got, um, it's got like a Disney, it's got the Cinderella castle at the top, and it says the following on it, which is cool. It says, "In this house, we let it go because Hakuna Matata and the bare necessities will always be our guide to infinity and beyond. All it takes is faith, trust, and a little bit of pixie dust. While we just keep swimming." We whistle while we work, and we know that life is better under the sea because in this house we do Disney. Um, yeah, I've seen that one. That's like, great. I've got, yeah. I've got that up on uh, in my living room wall at the moment, um, uh, and I love it. It's great. But you can also buy rather than just buying um, kind of the uh, the paintings and stuff like that. You can also get these vinyl decals. Now, just to give you an idea, I've got one up here at this moment in time. It's on Etsy. And I can get a 130 centimetre high one, so it's massive, and it's £27. And I can get it in a variety of colours, but also you can get them on eBay. There's loads of people on eBay that do them. Um, you can get them as, as artwork, all those sort of different bits and pieces. But something a little bit different, something that might look quite cool, uh, whether that be in your living room, whether that be in a hallway, whether it be uh, in a bedroom, something like that. But... It's not a particularly expensive gift. It's something a little bit different. Something that look quite cool. Um, so that's worth looking around for. Um, the sort of the quote stickers, and I'd say they vary in price. 
um, depending on where you go, Etsy, eBay, those sort of places, I believe. Amazon might have some as well. But um, that'd be something that'd be a little bit different, a little bit cool, uh, and can make quite a statement on a wall, etc. Right, there you go. There's my one. Um, um, you need to put the caveat on that, Adam. Which um, is? You need to put them high enough so that your kids don't peel them off. Ah. <laughs> or don't have children. Just don't, <laughs> just don't have children. So, Susan, you'll be fine. It's always too late once they're here. That is true. It is too late once they're here. Okay, so that's my one there. Um, uh, Gareth, have you got another one? Okay, uh, my next one is the one that I really want for Christmas. And it is Maps of the Disney Parks charting 60 years from California to Shanghai. Right. Wow. So this is a book of Disney park maps. Um, okay, it's available on Amazon at the moment in the UK for £26.25. Okay, how do I know that? If anyone's listening would like to buy it for me. Have I missed this book? I want this book now. You've never <laughs> missed this. How have I missed this book? Seriously, I have genuinely missed this book. And I don't know how. Oh, it's, it's, been, do it's been doing the rounds for the last month or so. What? How have I missed this? I'm opening up Amazon as we speak. <laughs> I'm not going to buy it because if oh. I, I might get shot. But um, I think I think it's actually cheaper in the park. Oh, I can get it while I'm out there. Oh, there you go, Adam. <laughs> okay. Just the detail Maps about the, Disney the book park itself, more about what the years done. from Shanghai to it's a Disney editions as well, so it is going to be in the parks. <gasps> yeah. Uh, I think it's, it's it's pretty Ron seal, isn't it? It's it does what it says. But everyone loves a park map. Oh, I want it. I want it now. Can <clears> I have this book now? <laughs> I'm being ignored. Can I have this book now? <laughs> uh, I think that's a no. Um, okay. You have to prime it. Get it before you go. No. <laughs> it, it says it says arrives before Christmas. Yeah, it does. It's just saying that. I'm not, sure about, not sure about before you go. Not before. <laughs> before No, we won't be before I go, I don't think. Oh, that looks very exciting. Okay, so it's twenty six, twenty five. It says on Amazon. Um, yeah, but bargain, bargain. That is about. Oh, that looks great. Someone's had the cheek to not give it five stars, though. Have they? Oh, it's only got three and a oh, half stars on, uh, on American Amazon as well, which is twenty five dollars. See, get it. America's cheaper. Um, wow. Okay. If you want to carry on with the show, I'm just going to sit and look at this book now. <laughs> just, just do what you want. Keep going, people. Um, okay, Terrible. so that's... Yeah, so if anybody's listening to this show and happens to want to buy me a Christmas present, uh, or wants to buy two, then I'll quite happily have one, as will Gareth. Uh, do you want one as well? Or... Susan, do you want? Oh yeah, chuck it in there. If, any, yeah, okay. if anyone's listening, they should probably just get five to be safe. Yeah, so if you just yeah, get so, five, you know, you've got to be uh, fair. Well, no, you know, John, John and Katie aren't here, so I don't think we can say, you know, they're Who's not allowed one. They're not allowed one. I'm now <laughs> waiting for the WhatsApp message that says, "Can't believe you said we weren't allowed one when we listen back to the show." Um, so, <laughs> um, yeah, that book's amazing. How do I not know? About okay, anyway, uh, so that's your one. That's I like that one. That's my favourite one so far. Right, Susan, what you got? Okay, um, this is another thing that kind of I want. <laughs> but um, if you're like me, that's a Thomas Kincaid fan and love all his art, Disney artwork, but obviously can't afford it or just can't choose which your favourite one is, you can always get the calendar of it. Okay. Um, which is like a nice sort of small gift that you can give your friends because they come to about like sort of £15 at your regular sort of calendar shop. Like, you know, you can get those mini sort of calendar stalls in the, yeah. in the middle of like your uh, shopping centre they yeah. always sell them you can sell them like your normal big size or your the desk sort of size as well yeah. I think you can even get a little mini diary one as well I'm not sure okay. but if you have someone who loves that sort of the artwork and uh, but can't choose or can't afford to maybe buy like a big one for their house yeah. then this one's a quite nice one okay sounds quite nice yeah I like to talk some of the Thomas Kincaid stuff um but yeah, like you say, most it's so expensive and massive. And uh, yeah, well. massive. you see it in the yeah. parks, and you go, "Oh, I like that," and then you go, "Oh, that's not happening." Um, okay, <laughs> I like that idea. Now I'm going completely opposite end of the spectrum, and I'm not going for a specific item this time. I'm going for um, I'm going for like stocking fillers and a place oh. to go for stocking fillers. And do you know what? This is most people forget about these sort of places. Best place to go: pound shops. 
right? I'm going pound stores. And the reason I'm going pound stores is because I did a little bit of research for this. And what I found is, although they weren't necessarily a pound, you can pick up so many bargains from pound shops and things like that. It seems that uh, pound shops have got some sort of um, infinity with frozen. Because you can get all sorts of frozen ones, just stuff to start off with, with from crayons and rubbers to pen sets and stuff like that. You can get all those sort of things. But one of the things I have found, and get yourself onto this if you want to, over on Poundland, they're actually selling loads of Disney DVDs and Blu-rays really cheap. So at the moment, you can get things such as, uh, you can get The Incredibles for £3. Uh, you can get uh, the original Marvel's Avengers on Blu-ray, and that'll cost you a fiver. Uh, as well as, you can get Pinocchio for a fiver, Brave, Toy Story, Tinkerbell, Toy Story 3, Jungle Book 2, Disney's 101 Dalmatians 2, Beverly Hills Tower, Tarzan, Jungle, uh, Emperor's New Groove, Treasure Planet, Meet the Robinsons, um, Bolt, Alice in Wonderland, Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides, D uh, Bambi, Bedknobs and Broomsticks, Little Mermaid 3 and Finding Nemo, all for between 3 to £5. Pounds. Oh, that's good. That's, so that's looking, crazy price. Isn't it crazy price? So if you're looking for something like that, that's just small and stocking filler, then go to pound shops. Go to places like B&M, those sort of stuff. They have so many Disney things that aren't going to cost the, the earth and aren't going to break the bank, but you actually are really, really cheap uh, and well worth getting getting hold of and grabbing. Thing. You know, they have things like Disney Frozen Tiaras for a pound and um they have like flip-flops for a pound and stuff like that and baseball caps and all this sort of stuff in all these pound shops that won't cost and cost you an arm and a leg but would be really cool for like the kids to do they got frozen make your own decorations sequin crafts um all this sort of stuff and it's all a quid um so oh even you know what i yeah. picked up one of those frozen christmas trees yeah Oh yeah, the little ones, yeah. I'm sort of staring at it the entire time you've been talking and didn't realise. The Disney Frozen <laughs> Yeah, they're quite cool. The Frozen Tinsel Tree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they're all a quid. Uh, you know, and everything I've just mentioned there, the most expensive thing is a fiver. Um, so, I know there's a bit of a stigma about pound shops. People go, you don't go there, you shouldn't have any money. Uh, but actually, if you're looking for stocking fillers and stuff like that, and you just want a few little tiny bits and pieces to fill out what they've got for Christmas, head to a pound shop. So cheap. So there you go. Um, so that's an, that's one of mine. Um, okay, what's next? Uh, what you got, Susan? Uh, going on that sort of theme of your sort of the BMM and Poundland, Primark do really good Disney oh, stuff as well, especially in their you. clothes and pajama department. Right, crossing that off the list because that was on my list. <laughs> oh, sorry. Right. They've also got really cool baubles, Christmas baubles, which I've got a load hung on the tree, including some Star Wars ones. <laughs> um, I've got. Some, oh, we uh, got those too. They they were like three pound fifty each or something. Uh, I'm all about the pajamas. So like... you're about fluffy pajamas, aren't you? Yes. So um, I I went into Primark on Oxford Street about three weeks ago, something like that, and mm -hmm. the amount of Disney stuff that was in there is unreal. It's kind of like one and of the really like places packaged now. nicely as well. Yeah, and what's I don't yeah. know why it's a good thing or not, but it seems that Primark do better adult Disney clothing than Disney do at the moment. Disney yeah. Harley, yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, Primark's definitely. I think, it's been, I think that's been the case for a few years. Yeah, I think it has. Um, so, but that's yeah. I think Disney Primark stuff from Disney is a, a big show, um, and it's it's well worth going to look into the different stores to see what's 100%. in there. Um, but yeah, it's a good show. It's now crossed off my list. Uh, okay, Gareth. Um, okay, I'm going to smash your cheapskate options out of the water here. And I'm going for uh, the Deluxe Edition Star Wars 74Z Speeder Bike Battling Quadcopter. Now, these are... <laughs> you know, I you know what that is? These <laughs> are like several hundred pounds, aren't they? Uh, basically, it's a drone. But it's not just any drone. It's a, it's a Stormtrooper on a speeder bike. Yeah. I've seen these about. It's flipping amazing. They do look amazing. I'll give him that. They do look pretty okay. awesome. I'll get the price out of the way, but I mean the price is irrelevant because you need this in your life. <laughs> this is the man who hates that. Twenty-nine pounds ninety-nine. That's just mental. You, you can't put a price on happiness. You can't. No, no, you can't. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So, so it goes up. It goes up to thirty an hour. And then you, my and car's then... got to the point where, if when I do thirty-five miles an hour, it shakes. 
Yeah. <laughs> and if this hit a wall at 35 miles an hour, it wouldn't shake, it'd shatter. <laughs> oh, I'd have the 229 pounds. I think it'll do. A it'll put a decent dint in the wall. Oh yeah, it'd, it'd put a big old dint in the wall. That would. It come. It it's a it's a battling copter, so there's definitely real functioning lasers in there as well. Of course there is. Yeah, yeah. You can so, uh, really do some damage. Yeah. Burn your house down. No, I mean, it's advertised as LEDs, but I think that that's a lie. Isn't that's it? Yeah. just to get it past that's the right. uh, past these sensors, isn't that's... it? Yes. Um, it can apparently do a loop to loop. If you're brave enough to do a loop to loop one of these, then. Fair play to you. I wouldn't be. It, it would be sitting on the side. Okay. I'm not, not brave enough to fly, but yeah, I, I want one of these. So if you want to club together. Uh, oh, fun together. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> Just give in dot com. Yeah. I set, okay. Yeah, if I set up a go a GoFundMe. Yeah. And I'll I'll if if I if I get this, then I'll try and do a loop the loop. What? Be worth it for a moment. Well, I'll sat on it. You're going to do the loop for loop, or...? Well, my person? little stormtrooper fellow. Oh, your little stormtrooper fellow. If, if someone donates the full amount, they can name him. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. Right. Um, okay, so leaving your very expensive one. I'm going for one. I'm not sure. This, and this only happened this week, whether anybody's aware of this. Disney Life. We talked about Disney Life, haven't we, in the past? Mm-hmm. And uh, we talked about obviously what it was and it was a little bit expensive and it wasn't necessarily as good as we hoped and all those sort of things well good news ladies and gentlemen is um disney life has got better and the reason disney life's got better is because now you're able to stream it to your apple tv if you've got one and also it works and is able to stream onto apple onto uh, kindle devices so any fire devices so if you've got a fire tv box those sort of things you're now able to uh, stream it to those so it's not just an online device so already that's quite impressive because it's already improved how about if i was to tell you that disney have just reduced it by 50 percent so disney life now costs 4.99 a month rather than 9.99 a month that is really good i mean i was just i didn't like approve of the 9.99 anyway because no, that's like either. that's more than netflix you exactly. get more variety in netflix so it's now 4.99 a month you get uh, all of the, the disney movies that are on there you get television shows you get books you get music and you get apps but also you now get a live stream of disney xd disney channel and disney junior that's good so that's really good. Stream what, what are the limits on the apps? The, uh, you're only, you're only allowed to download. Yeah, it's either one or two apps per month. But oh, okay. But you only yeah you only get so many apps. But obviously, you can keep them. But um, yeah, they've really upped their game and they included a whole lot more than they did before. I've subscribed to it, but you can now buy year subscriptions, those sort of things for people, uh, in order for them to to get Disney Life. So we're now looking at uh, about. 60 pounds now for a year's subscription to disney life compared to what would have been 120 pounds i think it was 100 and something wasn't it, it was slightly mm. reduced for buying it for a year but yeah. uh disney life has come right down in price now so it might be that that is well worth something uh to consider when you're buying uh, a gift for somebody again it's not the cheapest present you know if you're going to look for a year you're looking at 60 odd pounds so in a slightly higher price category but it might be something that would be well worth considering particularly on the number of devices you can put it in and that sort of stuff one of the things I plan to do is because you can download movies to it is to download several movies to um, devices to take away with us so we can watch Disney movies on the plane and when we've got our layovers and airports and stuff like that as well mm. so I mean you can I don't think you can just I think you can also idea. get like three or six months as well because uh, yeah, like little gift. Uh, yeah, yeah, you can. As that's well, right. You? you can you can do it as gift cards. So you can get so many months. But uh, I'm currently paying for it monthly. We'll give it a go. See if it works. But uh, one of the things that we did, uh, we got our Sky package here, and we took everything off. We took all the kids' channels and everything to see whether or not it made any difference, and whether the kids noticed. And it turns out the kids didn't really notice that much at all. We didn't have kids' channels. But the fact that we get the three Disney channels as part of the package is a real bonus. And actually, streaming-wise, it streams really, really well. I'm using my Apple TV in order to do it and it streams really really clearly to your television so uh, Disney Life is an option ladies and gentlemen now it's half price okay uh, have you got any more Susan? yep um, going along with Gareth's expensive one I'm going to the expensive side now I'm surprised Adam you haven't mentioned this go on um, if you haven't I've now crossed it off your list go on. again um, it's the Lego 
Disney Castle. Oh. <laughs> okay. Fine, I'll change right. it on my list to something else. <laughs> that, that was on that was on my list too. Was it? Oh, I was going to say yeah. it's definitely on one of your lists because okay. we always talk about it on our WhatsApp, don't we? Right, fine. It's it's the dream present <clears throat> for everyone of us. I, you know, obviously, I've built it already. So, um, yes, it is pretty good. Yeah. Um, and it's big, and it takes. It's, forever. Is it big? It's huge, and it takes forever to build. How long? Um, how long are we talking about here, Adam? We're talking about like oh, probably 30, 40 hours at least. Well, it is age sixteen plus. Yeah, this is what makes me chuckle: the fact that it's age sixteen plus. Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty <laughs> large, if I'm honest. But uh, well, worth every penny. <laughs> Well, the penny is two hundred and eighty-nine ninety-nine. That's on this uh, current Lego website. Okay, so that's not cheap. <laughs> um, okay, so that's cool. So it's not going to go in the sale either, is it? No, that's oh, not I going don't anywhere. think you. No, I don't Lego, think it was on Black Friday Lego's either. A little, Lego's a little. Lego's a little bit like Apple products. They don't ever go in the sale, sort of thing. Uh, not quite, but you know what I mean. Uh, oh, I can't believe Okay, I'm fine. I've got another one. That's so all good. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Adam. That's no, fine. What have you got, Gareth? Sorry, Gareth. Try and see if you're going to try and steal another one of mine. I'm, 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 I'm done. You're done. Okay, I've got one more. I'm sticking with the Lego theme, but I'm going to outdo your 200 odd pounds for a. Oh, you'll raise me 289 pounds. Full out. Because I'm going for. I'm going Star Wars. It's for aged 14 plus. It has 3,803 pieces and at a mere £489, so for a mere £490, you can treat yourself to a Lego Death Star. Oh. But hang on a minute. Go on. Hang on a minute. It's just a a sphere. Yeah, but having having seen it in real life, (laughs) it is pretty (laughs) awesome. And it comes with like 12 characters or something like that. And it doesn't look like it's the easiest thing to build, if I'm honest. But having said that, it's, yeah, in, in theory, it's a sphere with um, <laughs> lots of big gaps. So you can see inside the Death Star. Oh, but, okay. Um, yeah, it's oh, four. So they, they didn't just have like a lot of excess black and grey bricks. No, no, it's, no. <laughs> I thought so I know we'll make a Death Star. It's no. £490, basically. Uh, it is pretty big. It is fairly large. And, it's, and it will take some time in which to build. But, um, yeah, it's £490. Is it bigger than the castle? No. It's not bigger than the castle. I would say the castle's bigger. And I would say the castle has probably got more detail on it than the Death Star probably has. The only thing you find with the Death Star is it is obviously 360. Uh, whereas that's not necessarily the case with mm. Cinderella's castle. You've got the front, which is just the front of the castle, and then you can play with the bits at the back. Whereas you can kind of play full 360 with this one. But... Yeah, it's it's cheap, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, again, if anybody <laughs> happens to want to buy me a Christmas present, uh, then I'm quite happy to take four hundred and ninety pounds. It's, it's an investment. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's an investment. That's that's what I call it. Um, or you can buy me a Millennium Falcon. I'm quite happy with that as well. But yeah, four hundred ninety pounds. There we go. That's my top end. So I've gone mid range. I've gone dirt cheap. I've gone reasonable, and I've gone. I'm sorry, how much? So there are my four options. Uh, has anybody I'm got? Sorry, how much? Uh, yeah, has, has anybody got any left, or are we all out on Christmas stuff? I've got one more. Go on, what's your one more? Uh, now these are for the collectibles out there, yeah. and that's the classic Disney traditions that you get in sort of jewelry stores at like H Samuel's. Yeah. Uh, I think you also get it in. Is it Fraser Hart as well? But H Samuels is where I mostly see them. Yeah. Um, and then you. Disney collectibles of ornaments that you can put in a cabinet. (laughs) But like, if you're like a really Disney collectible like me, I mean, they'll they'll love them. I mean, especially if if you have even just you have a Pacific sort of Disney film, you can get all the characters, or you can get like big ones that go range from 150 pounds to then just the little mini character ones for 15 or 20 pounds. And I think they're just they're. If you, it's one of them things where if you start getting it for someone and then just get it every year, like a charm bracelet, that, you know, it's a tradition you can give someone every year. Okay. Um, 
So, yeah, I like these. Um, and that's not... They're not too... Ex they're not horrendous, are they? No, I mean, like, I mean, you I'm, can get... I remember Dad came back with one. Yeah. But it look very nice. Yeah. Right, so that's I mean, that I think you can also get them in Clintons as well. Oh, can you? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Like, you can get you, you know, the uh, the rap, the normal ones, like your Mickey and the Mini ones. Yeah. And I think you can get the Frozen ones at this time, because obviously it's still popular. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but obviously the more rare ones, uh, like, you can get the full set of the Seven Dwarves on a log. That's yeah. more of a rare one. That, yeah. that obviously costs a lot more money. Yeah. Um, the other one thing to mention very quickly, sum sums. If you want some other little oh, little, uh, oh. little things, I've stocking fillers. I've got a Chippendale Christmas sum sum that I bought the weekend. They're currently sitting in the Christmas tree. Uh, have you seen me. the uh, sum sum advent calendar? Yes, I have. Yeah, that's an expensive thing, oh, isn't um, it? Wasn't it about seventy pounds? Something like that. It was ridiculous. But there were two, wasn't there? Yeah. There was the, that was the, the like the, the soft toy one. That they bought out the little um, squishing one as well. Yes, they did. They, they were, that was like gold dust. You couldn't get it anywhere. No. Um, just to quickly, before we go, to talk a little bit more about... You know, I mentioned the express transportation. I've got mm -hmm. some more information here uh, to share with oh. you, uh, which I um, have discovered while I've been talking. So, basically, the express transportation, the idea is that you don't actually have to leave the theme park in order to get your transportation. So what there is, is there's four locations. There's a location in each park. So the one in Magic Kingdom is in Tomorrowland by... Um, Council of Progress. The one in Epcot is to the right of, um, sorry, to the left of Spaceship Earth as you go in uh, near Universe of Energy. The one in Hollywood Studios is up near the, um, up near Rock and Roller Coaster. And the one in Animal Kingdom is kind of towards, is in Harambe. And what it does is it may, it allows you to go skip from park to park and it takes you literally from within one park to another park. So you go to the Magic Kingdom and you get dropped off inside Epcot. So you're not actually having to go through all of the security and that sort of stuff. Okay, so it, says here, add, it says add extra transportation to your theme park ticket with park hopper option and get the magic sooner. This service will pick you up and drop you off from inside the theme parks, bypassing the main entrance and standard theme park transportation. So you check in locations inside the theme parks. Unlimited transportation every 30 minutes to all four parks. Quick re-entry to the parks, no need to go through the main entrance, and available from 10 a.m. until park closes. So there you go. So that's, that's probably quite good if you're trying to go from somewhere like Animal Kingdom to Magic Kingdom. Yes. You're having to deal with, if you if you would have your own car, you know, dealing with the ticket and transportation centre. Now the or question, How long does a bus take from Animal Kingdom to Magic Kingdom? Take a good half hour. Quite a lot, yeah. But if you think about yeah. it, what so happens it's, it's if... It doesn't stop at the water park as well. Because it starts, yes, uh, these, uh, these don't know, these express ones in the theme parks. The only question I have is, yeah. uh, let's say I go and do this, and I want to go from the I want to go from Epcot to the Magic Kingdom on Christmas Day, and the Magic Kingdom is closed due to capacity, can I still get in? Because that uh, might be, is that a sort of a back entrance I, to I, get to the park? I bet you couldn't. No, I wonder. Yeah. But they would know that before you get on the bus. They'd be yeah, like, possibly. Magic Kingdom, please. And they'd be yeah. like, I'm sorry. Yeah, you can't do that. But then you think, why have I paid money for this express transportation if I can't actually get into the theme park? But that's just a thought. So it's only worth it if you're going park to park. Not worth it if you're going from your hotel. Because it doesn't take you from your hotel to the park. It just takes you park to park. Sadly. Um, so, bearing in mind the length of time I'm going, um, is it going to be worth me doing a park to park ticket? Probably not, because I don't think I've actually got any point then going to be spending time in two parks in one day. So there we go. Right, uh, I think that is it for this evening, which means it is time for this. <laughs> Anyway, thank you for joining us. Before we go, I'm just going to tell you a little bit of a change to what's been going on with regards to the shows. We are going to have a show next week. Um, so normally we have a show every two weeks, but we're actually going to have a show next week, and then we're not going to have one for three weeks after that, two weeks after that, whichever, whatever it is anyway. Uh, and the reason we're doing that is because one of the things we're very aware of is that people like a bit of Disney at Christmas time and don't necessarily have the musical things like that in which to do it. So what we thought we'd do 
because we're so nice to you is we're going to record a show which we're going to release on Christmas Day morning which is going to be full of us and loads of Christmas music and that sort of stuff so if you're sat having breakfast on Christmas Day morning or you want to open your presents you want something else there then we're going to play loads of Christmas music for you on that particular show and we thought we'd just do something a little bit different so we've got this show coming out this week look on the 25th of December we will be releasing another show in the morning so it is in a couple of weeks time uh, for you to be able to listen to and then there'll be another show, but it was slightly late because the following uh, following Sunday will be the 1st of January, New Year's Day. And obviously, obviously, it's going to be very, very busy with lots of other things. So um, we will be releasing the show. It'll be just over a couple of weeks after that one. But just so you know, that's what we're going to be doing next. But uh, thank you for joining me, Susan. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you, Gareth. Thank you as always, Adam. And uh, of course, you can email us radio at disneybrit.com. You can also send go to facebook.com forward slash disneybrit podcast. And you can tweet us at disneybrit. On top of that, you can go to disneybrit.com and you can find all of our uh, latest shows. And uh, I think that is about it. So we will see you on Christmas Day. Have a little run up to Christmas. Till then, we'll see you. everybody <laughs> that was swell